Hey, just quickly before we get started, we have a website called constructionsecrets.io. It's our website where we've got free training, free videos, free everything that you need to become a contractually savvy construction company. So basically sign better contracts with lower risk and that you've got more of a chance of making more profit on your on your projects um, and ultimately stay in business over the long term. So go to constructionsecrets.io, consume all of that stuff and be a better construction company. And now let's get on the show. Hey, construction legends. So in this video, we're going to talk about exactly how to write a letter in on a construction project, why we're writing letters, what's the point, um, and how it can ultimately make sure that you get paid quicker, you get better cash flow, all of that good stuff. So hi, my name is Kian Brennan. I'm the CEO of a company called Quantum Contract Solutions. Um, we help construction companies with a much smarter solution for contracts admin. So it's kind of like instead of um, hiring an in-house uh, contracts person, you with one set of skills, you hire Quantum, um, and then we have the exact right person at the right uh, stage of the construction pro uh, um, process to uh, negotiate you a better contract, to in post-award, make sure that you're gonna have better cash flow and make sure that you get paid. And if you get into dispute, we've got a dispute expert as well. So it's a much better solution. And the reason we make these videos is because uh, there's so many construction companies out there that are losing money hand over fist um, because they sign terrible contracts or they don't know how to manage their um, contracts in the, in the post-award phase and they end up losing money hand over fist. All right, so let's get into this uh, video today. So firstly, we got to analyze what problem are we solving when we're writing a contractual letter? Okay, so that's the, that's the first thing. So in the, in the, at this stage, you know, we're not talking about submitting notices. We're not talking about submitting variations. Um, what's really happening is we're in a situation where we need to prompt a response. Something's not happened. You've submitted a, a change order, an extension of time, and nothing's happened. Nothing's been approved. Or you're basically needing to get there, like, attention. We are now a little bit more serious about that. Really, it is when you use it. Now, we don't want to be using letters all of the time. We always advise our clients to, when you're sending contractual notices, you want to make it look procedural. It's almost as if you're you know, doing the same as a side instruction or um, submitting documents or whatever it happens to be. You want your contractual correspondence, your notices, your change orders, variations, EOTs, whatever they're called on your construction projects. You want them to look procedural, right? But a letter is different. A letter is, es is an escalation. We are escalating the issue to resolve the issue, essentially. We tried all the normal ways, and now we have to write a letter to, you know, essentially provoke a, a response of some kind to move something forward. We are now serious. That's really the reason we're using a, a letter on a construction project. That's the first thing. And now the second thing is what we're actually also doing is we're setting ourselves up for success if it ever goes to uh, arbitration, mediation, whatever, that we have a body of evidence that we've done the right things. So if a third person is looking at the letter, they can easily understand what's happened, um, that we followed due course, that we're doing the right things. And ultimately, I guess what we're trying to do is we're trying to say, hey, look, we're, we're the lowly con uh, contractor, subcontractor, and we've done all of the right things and you're still not paying us. It's kind of what we're trying to 
portray to the world. So um, what can happen then is if you don't submit letters um, or you don't, you end up in this kind of hole where nothing is happening. You can't get them to respond. They're not approving your change orders. They're not approving your EOTs. And ultimately that tightens your cash flow on a project and you can't pay your guys or, or maybe not you can't pay your guys but you're worried about paying your guys there's loads of um those type of things start creeping in and, and really makes the construction projects not fun now on the other side of it is there's so many construction companies out there that the biggest actually most of the biggest construction companies <clears throat> are reasonably happy to lose uh sorry to win a tender at a loss or break even, like low, uh, knowing that they had the contractual skills to make it up post award. Hey, so we'll get back to the pod in two seconds. And um, so if you're getting some value from this or you're enjoying it and you think there's other people in the construction industry that would also, please just use your thumb, share it with them on WhatsApp or whatever uh, way that you share these type of things, Facebook, whatever it happens to be. Um, it makes a huge difference to the podcast. It allows us to grow and impact more people. And we would really, really appreciate it. Thanks. And this forms part of that. Okay, so... When we're writing our letters, right, the, the main purpose is we, we're trying to provoke a response um, and then we want them to take action, okay? We want them to do something on the back of this letter. So we need to tell them what we want to do, okay? So a lot of let's go through the mistakes that we see a lot of times in um, letters. So the first one is people try and tell a big story. They, make, uh, they bring in feelings and they write long paragraphs. Um, and then the, the letter just ends, you know, it's kind of just like you've just insulted someone um, as opposed to having, you know, a conversation with them. You just laid out all the stuff that you don't like about the person and somehow you're expecting them to respond in a positive way to get an outcome. And it just doesn't work like that. So what we need to do instead is when we're writing letters, right, first of all, that we understand that we're now in a situation where we need to get a response. They're not doing what we want. We need to escalate it. We're escalating the issue. So the first thing is, and the first concept I want you to understand is when you're writing a letter, first of all, just needs to be factual, right? And um, you want to write it not for the person you're sending it to. You want to write it for a third party down the line reading it. Okay, so if over a course of a few letters, what we want to do is we want to tell your story over and over and over again. Okay, so if they read your letters or just multiple letters, they read the same story over and over and over again, and they're slowly starting to understand where you're coming from. And maybe they're even being a little bit brainwashed because you're saying the same thing over and over and over again. So don't be worried about repeating yourself um, if you have to send multiple letters. So first thing is you want to lay out the, the essentially who are the parties, right? So it's this, um, this, this is uh, our company, this is their company, they're called the company, we're called the contractor, whatever it is. And, and we sign the contract on this date, right? And say that uh, next thing you want to say is it's been going well, we've been doing our absolute best to have a great relationship, all of that stuff, a one-liner on, on that. And then you want to um, tell the chronology of events in just facts. So fact, 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 fact. Resist the urge to highlight conclusions, right? Let the person reading it form their own conclusion by you presenting the facts, right? So instead of saying, you know, they're purposely not paying us, you can 
say, well, you know, there was uh, 60 days where we haven't been paid, something along the lines of that. So then the person reading goes, oh, it seems that they're purposely not being paid. You want, you don't need to highlight those things. You just want to put down the facts. So chronology of events, then you want to put in a section for the contractually. Contractually, they were obliged to do this. They haven't done this. And now the last bit of uh, the letter is a call to action. So a call to action is something that is, you know, marketing related. So if you've got an, uh, a site online, there's always, even if you look at quantumconstructsolutions.com, there's a call to action where you click a button to download a free case study or to see our case study. That's a call to action. That's you want some, someone to do something when they land on a, on a page. In the letter, you ultimately don't want to just, you know, say this whole letter and then it just goes in to them and goes into the ether and nothing happens. What we actually want to happen is we want a next step, right? So we need to give them the next step and we want to make it really easy for them. Okay, so the next step is let's have a meeting. Basically, more, more often than not, if you can have a meeting with the right person, you can resolve an issue. So let's just say, hey, we would like to have a meeting with you to resolve this particular issue, um, suggest a date, suggest a place, and ask them to respond to confirm, right? So it's really clear for them what the next step is. Um, and then if, you know, over, over time, yeah, um, sorry, not over time, you're gonna have the meeting, hopefully you resolve it. If you don't, and you need to send more letters, tell the story again, tell the story again, and then just keep pointing out all of the facts. That's all we need to do. That's how you write letters. That's the most effective way to get a response. Don't forget your call to action. And in your meeting, always remember to yourself that if you get into dispute, it's a race to see who loses the least amount of money. So you're already at the best point possible, right? Where you are before you get in. So be willing to give a little bit in that negotiation. Um, and try and come to a, a resolution, right? So go into that meeting. We'll, we'll do a different podcast on how to approach meetings specifically, but go into that meeting in a very calm, factual um, way and try and come to negotiation. And it'll be far better for your construction company. So that's it for today. Um, write your letters if you need to, um, and um, I'll see you in the next. <laughs>